All right. Hello, Idiots on Parade, the two ugly for TV podcast. Hi, Jake. How's it going? All is well here, ladies and gentlemen. That is Jake Vevra, a New York City-based comedian. I am Nathan Timmel, an Iowa City, Iowa-based comedian. We are recording on April 4th for April 5th post. Happy Easter, my friend. Happy Easter. I just posted uh, what I thought was a, Healy, that is so sweet. Thank you. My daughter just walked in and gave me a piece of her uh, uh, Easter basket candy. She just oh, that's cool. snuck in and gave me Easter candy. Um, I just posted what I... What I've kind ne- of candy was it? Well, uh, her the mini, not a big Hershey's Reese's egg, but they have like little Reese's eggs now. Like little bite-sized pieces of candy. Oh, gotcha. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, with the peanut butter and stuff, yeah. right? Those Chocolate and peanut butter. You can't go wrong. Yeah, they sound they sound great on the air too, man. They sound great. You should chew those the entire <laughs> podcast. Tell her to give you more. Tell her to give you more. I will. Um, well, I wasn't going to let it sit there the entire podcast and have it staring at me. You know. No, I get it. I'm not going to get fat if I don't eat it. I have to get fat. Earth. Dude, you know, you know what I got Fatter. the other day that uh, my mom sent me actually to make me fat a uh, a Swiss raclette. You know what that is? I do not. Dude, it's a. And now that I'm saying this, it's not that entertaining over a podcast because you really got to see it. But listeners, if you Google Swiss raclette, it's basically it looks like a piece of equipment from like an auto shop or something. But you more or less you you fucking like take a a half or you can do it with a quarter cheese wheel because it's kind of a lot, you know, Um, and and you screw it into this thing like like fucking tire clamps or whatever uh like like vice grips or something and and then it has a little a little heater above this and you can you can raise and lower the level the idea is is you put this thing of cheese right next to the the, to the melters there to the to the burner more or less uh right at the top so it makes it and then it melts the top of the entire piece of like the entire wheel of cheese and then you take it off of that thing once it's good and hot and melted, and you just scrape this top couple inches of completely melted Swiss cheese onto your, you know, sandwich or potatoes or whatever. Interesting. All right, I will Google that. I just uh, posted a meme I have never seen before, but it made me laugh, laugh, laugh. Um, quick description should do it. Um, two-part meme, top and bottom. Top part is uh, the entrance to a cave. And it's just open, you know, like the boulders have been pushed aside. It just says, he has risen. And then the bottom panel, someone photoshopped the Ghostbusters right onto it. And they're holding their uh, container. It says, got him. <laughs> there, you go. there you go. I liked that one. All right. Lots to talk. Ghostbusters, man. They're, they're fucking anti. They're the antichrist that Peter Venkman. He's yep. the antichrist. They got him. All right. So much to talk about this week, Jake. Um, let's jump in with what I thought. I, I, I sent you this link and I... The, the tag I hit was interesting twist. We talked about the Britney Spears documentary a little while back, and now it comes out that she watched it and she cried for two weeks because it revisited a very painful part of her life that she just sort of wants to forget about. She's going through all this shit, and the person made the documentary with the best intentions, and the documentary portrayed Britney, I would say, in a very sympathetic light, but it also could be twisted to say it portrayed her as a victim and it brought great awareness to what she went through and how she was treated, which is on the one hand good for everybody that made jokes about her and treated her like garbage or treated her like a punchline. Sure. But she looked at it and was like, I don't want to see that. I'm in a better place in my life now. 
I have moved on with my life. Why are you putting that back out there? It's like, it's, it's almost in a weird way doing the exact same thing that the, the paparazzi did. It's taking her personal life and making it for public consumption, even if it is putting her in a sympathetic light. Yeah, it is, but I, I would say the documentaries, unlike the paparazzi, was doing it seemingly to help her, as opposed to the paparazzi who was just doing it to, hey, let's just get a picture of this lady to sell our, our magazines, and we, we, we don't really care about how she feels about it. You, you know what I mean? So Well, I no, no, wait, let me interrupt, because I agree that they did that, but they still, they, they it's going in with the best intentions, but they still didn't care what she felt about it, because had they asked her, had they said, hey, we want to do this doc, she would have said, no, too painful for me to revisit, it's in the past, let it go. So in a way, it, they went in with great intentions, but they did almost the exact same thing because they upset her. It's her life, and they made a public display of well, it. Well, there was no way to get a hold of her because she is being kept in a trunk in her father's basement like the Gimp in Pulp Fiction. So they were asking, like, hey, can the Gimp come out and do a documentary? And Jamie Spears' father was like, uh, the, the Gimp's sleeping. And New York Times is like, I, I guess you better go wake the Gimp up. Uh, but... Uh, Jamie Spears was like, no, no, Gimp's still sleeping. Can't uh, can't give comment, can't do any of that. So I, I don't know what else they were supposed to do. That said, I yeah, I mean, it's it's not going it's, to, it's obviously going to be something that's hard to watch, right? Because in the, yes. in the documentary, she's the victim, and it's a very sad story about her. So, I yeah, it's going to be a tough one to watch. And it also said on her Instagram post that she didn't she didn't watch the whole thing, you know. So she could have. Well, maybe she couldn't make it through. I mean, that's the thing. And, well, I mean, it I, could I'm be it could be her father edited little clips and then showed it through a, a, a hole in the trunk that she lives in. And was like, look what these assholes made about you, you know. So who, who knows what's going on there? But, yeah, that being said, she did a couple weeks ago. Uh, sue to have somebody else in control of the conservatorship, like a uh, somebody who's like a professional conservative ship. I think she person. won. Yeah, she, she did. She, she sued did. and won. Yeah, and so I this I felt the title for this was kind of misleading. Is it almost tries to slam the the documentary, and then you go down and and you kind of read about it, and you're like, oh no, I, she only watched a clip, and she's more just kind of. She's upset about the light that it painted her in, but then again, she did the main purpose of the documentary, it, it seemed like, was to be like, hey, this conservative ship's kind of fucked up. And then she did sue to have somebody else in charge of the conservative ship. So did you hear the outcome of that, by the way? This is really fucked up. So she sued uh to have someone in charge of her finances other than her father. She won. Now, after winning. She has to pay her lawyers, obviously, because she sued, and she has to pay her father's lawyers because her father was in charge of her finances. So yeah, that's all in a money. weird, that's, fucked up yeah. way, she was suing herself. So she had to pay both sides of the coin to win. It's it's a 
There's a documentary right there talking about how fucked up having a conservatorship well, yeah, but, that you don't want to get out of it. it. The thing is, is I'm not, I'm never going to, I'm never going to cry for Britney Spears' bank account. Um, now, no. that, now, that she, <laughs> now that she can do her own thing, I'm not going to go, but she had to pay some money in between sold out Vegas strip shows. Like, yeah, she's doing sold out shows at the Vegas strip. Like, She's a multi, multi. Well, not during a pandemic. She's not. Well, okay, but, but she'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. She, she'll, she'll be, be fine. fine. She'll be fine. Um, you, you know what I'm saying? She's. I, I think. I would guess some of that money was saved up since you, you know February of last year. But uh, that that said, one thing I didn't like about the documentary is it. It seems to. It, you know, since everything's got to be polarized, everything's got to be the extreme. The documentary tends to go that, oh, well, to even have the, uh, any conservative ship at all is just because of sexism and it's and it's just inherently wrong. And and this should never have been. And it's like, yeah, but even now she's suing to have her conservative ship be put under somebody else, like somebody who's, who's a professional conservative shit person. I, I don't know what the fuck that is. It's like a doctor. Someone or, that knows fine. Right, well, it's, it's, it, yeah, it's somebody who's, who does this professionally and, and isn't just, you know, the relative of someone with Alzheimer's who I guess is signing checks now. It's somebody who's, who's <laughs> actually got their best interest at heart and their, you, you know, their, their credibility and their livelihoods on the line if they fucking don't do it right. So, I, I, and that, that's who that should be underneath, but they, they kind of made it out to where it was like, no, nah, no, nah, nah, there's nothing wrong with her. And, and she was duped into this for, for some reason. And it's like, yeah, but a, a judge did decide this at one point and, and they're just kind of acting as if no, 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 no. It's just because she's a woman. And it's like, she's not the only famous female singer. You, you realize that, right? <laughs> like there's, there's been a lot of other singer singers, both men, women, non-binary, whatever, who maybe somebody in their family would like to have that money, but I, this never happened until now, un until this thing with Britney Spears. So it's like you, you gotta, you gotta almost take it with with a grain of salt because it, it it is very much the the side of I don't like the conservative ship, and so it's like you you gotta realize that's where the source is coming from with the documentary. Yeah, and I agree. And um, moving sexism aside, just look at youth and celebrity and inexperience with money right um go go the opposite direction from britney we may have talked about this when we first watched the doc you have people like johnny depp and uh nicholas cage who you know were getting paid 20 million dollars a film for a little while and they went out and bought multiple chateaus in france and private islands and now are broke as fuck and nicholas cage is doing 20 straight to DVD or straight to streaming films a year because he needs to keep paying off his debts. And Johnny Depp is suing everybody he can because he's so broke. So that's true. Maybe it was not a bad thing for Britney to have someone watching over her finances when she could have been in a, Hey, let's just spend it as fast as it comes in. Mode. And that is one side that the documentary does not take. It does not even examine the, Hey, if it wasn't for Jamie Spears, Britney Spears would be co-starring in movies with Nicolas Cage uh, being released straight to Hulu. Now that you say it like that, I, I'd actually like to see some of those movies. I, yeah, I kind of wish Britney Spears was broke so that I could watch Britney Once Spears and Nicolas it, Cage movies on Hulu. Now that I say that out loud, like I thought it was a good point in my head, but now I'm like, dude, I sound like the director of Jamie Spears documentary. Holy shit, man. 
I'm preaching this you guy's like fucking a, cause. You sound like a Hollywood producer with a great fucking idea. We got Nicolas Cage and Britney Spears. Yeah. He's he's a convict on the run. She's a housewife in Nebraska, and he uh, holes up in her basement. I mean, we're, we're making a movie right here, you and I. <laughs> Britney Spears, if you're out there, please MC Hammer your way through all of your money and and get in touch with Nicolas Cage. Did, uh, Jamie Spears' new, uh, uh, Britney Spears' new conservator, if you're listening and you love Nicolas Cage movies, do the right thing. Invest that money in Blockbuster. I, th I think the stock's going back up. Let's do it. It can't hurt. Give or not it a Blockbuster, shot. GameStop. Why did I say that? I get it mixed up. Well, Blockbuster would be a good one, too. I mean, there are several of them left. Nope, just one. Oh, just one. I thought there were three or four. No, no, there was some more in um, Alaska. Alaska. Yeah, they all shut down. Now the last one, I believe, is in Oregon. That's actually on a uh, dock that's really good on. Yeah, I tried watching the dock. Um, didn't get too far into it. It, it. I didn't dislike it, but the first 20 minutes was a lot of what you have to understand is Everybody loved renting movies. What you have to and, and like there was all like there were it too many talking heads. It starts off a people, little slow, yeah, but it, yeah, it, it, all it, nostalgia. It's pretty fun. Yeah, it. Well, you're not gonna hear any really mind blowing shit out of that one. That's just one to kind of uh, you, you grab a pizza like you used to when you would rent movies from Blockbuster, and you kind of it's it's just a nostalgia doc. It, it, it really is. Although although there was one point that I did find pretty interesting in that, and that was how much the. Uh, the housing crisis in 2007 had to do with Blockbuster going down because really? yeah, at the time, and I remember Blockbuster kind of doing what Netflix was doing early on where Netflix started they, as a mailing. It was, yeah. It was mailing mail. movies and Blockbuster started to get into that too. They made some bad decisions when, when that first at the beginning, when that started, they were like, Oh, we'll do no more late fees. That's how we'll, and then people were like, oh, so I can just keep this movie then, right? And Blockbuster was like, no, 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 oh, shit. Yeah, according to our, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they lost millions. I mean, like bad, like within a month, they were, I mean, they just got sunk because people were doing it, especially with video games, which are, you know, especially at the time, more expensive. Yeah, than that saved them for a That's, while in the early 2000s. Yeah, but dude, but the video game, like new release video games are kind of expensive on the retail end. And I don't think they had that same kind of fucking deal as they did with the movie companies where they're getting them as cheap. And so the, people were really jacking the video games. That's what I remember. I remember my friends doing it. I think I did it with a couple, you know? It was because you could just rent the video games and not take it back, you know, like brand new, uh, newly released Sony PlayStation and shit games I, I, you, you just, wouldn't they eventually charge you for the game no no not the, no because there's no late fees no late fees at all no. you can keep it for a year as long as you eventually return it there's it, no eventually return it it's just it, it just never return. Dude, i'm telling you the ceo they the fucking he's he's done now they won't even hire this guy to flip burgers at mcdonald's he like it completely fucking killed him because it was like it was the dumbest thing that a video rental place has ever done. It was people were just renting movies and video games. Like, I, I guess I own this now, you know? And, and so they, they lost a lot of money because of that. But the, the thing that really sunk them after that, they got a new CEO and they were like, all right, we're actually going to try to, uh, and they, they had an opportunity to buy Netflix before all this, like for, huh. for something like, like, like $10 million or something, something crazy low compared to what 
all that shit's worth. And they just kind of laughed at it like, ah, videos in the mail. Fuck you. You know, <laughs> we got we got new cardboard cutouts of an action figure looking like ah in the front. It's going to drink a lot of people. And, and they were just like, we're going to keep doing it the way we've been doing it because. I everybody in this room making this decision each has a couple yachts. So fuck you. What we're doing is working. I get it from that standpoint. You know what I mean? If I'm making yeah, yeah, this yeah. decision from a yacht, what I'm doing is working. Let's just stay. It's up. difficult to see the future. Right. It's, I mean, yeah, you can't you, you can in retrospect, you can look back and make fun. But in the moment, if you have built an empire you you tend to think that you're you're pretty smart about what you've done. I'm keeping I'm staying on the course that upgraded my, my little speedboat, you know what I mean? With that stupid little handle motor in the back. Outboard motor, yeah. Little, yeah, I mean, not a speedboat, but you know what I mean? Those shitty fisher boats. Rowboat with an outboard. Yeah, 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 yeah. You got to move it back and forth. Looks like you're giving the back of your boat a hand job to move. That's what that's <laughs> what you started in, and now you got a yacht. You're keeping it on that fucking course. That's a good course. So I'm going this way. Fuck you with your mail-in movies, Netflix, you know? And then um, eventually, they, they did, after that whole no, no late fee thing, they went with a guy who was like, hey, let's let's actually kind of steal this new market that Netflix is doing. And, and then streaming started to happen, and Blockbuster was in a position, according to this doc, uh, they were in a position to compete with Netflix on streaming platforms. But then the 2007 uh, mortgage crisis hit, and since Netflix did not have any anything tied up in in real estate 7000 locations right like yeah, yeah yeah they didn't have all this money tied up in the in 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 the in the housing institutions in the mortgage institutions in, in real estate all that and that's what really took a fucking bath in 2007 and so since blockbusters many of their assets were tied up not only in their own locations but they were you know what i mean investing in the locations around there and it's just tied up in 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 the the, the financial prices and and all that stuff it just fucking tanked and that that's what really just killed them see god damn it that's fascinating i would have preferred a half an hour or 45 minute documentary just talking about that and not the 20 minutes of nostalgia i got up front i mean dude it's a blockbuster saying i used to watch movies i used to rent you you can't you're surprised that a blockbuster documentary is a nostalgia documentary? You're shocked at I just want the business end of it. Yeah. Wait a minute. You're watching it going, wait a minute. Tell us about tell us about the secret Illuminati characters that ran Blockbuster. Like, what do you no, it's not gonna it's not gonna happen, man. They're not gonna they're no, not gonna tell you about the, the pedophile rings in the basement. They're gonna tell you about, yeah, and you go there and sometimes it smells like plastic and popcorn and it makes you <laughs> it makes you remember when you were a kid. Like, that's what it is, dude. Like, that's that's what, what it was. Yeah, but that's, that's going to be the doc. It's a fun doc to watch. And then there's a couple interesting parts as well. But it's it's mostly a nostalgia doc. You can't you can't expect the same thing out of that as you are a doc about Enron. It's just they're two very different docs. But that's what I wanted. I wanted the Enron you wanted doc. The Enron doc but, right, but that's, yeah, you went to Blockbuster and rented an Enron doc once, and you were like, ooh, remember that Enron doc I rented at Blockbuster? I wonder if this doc about Blockbuster is going to be like that Enron doc. <laughs> nah, nah, not at all. I, uh, I tried watching the documentary on HBO, uh, The Last Cruise, about Shit, the, I was gonna watch the that. coronavirus I ship that uh, I didn't, uh, got stuck. I, I didn't get a chance to watch that one yet. I, I wouldn't watch it, but then again, you just heard me give a bad review to something you really That's liked. True. It's a lot of um, passenger was it footage. Too much, it, some, oh, it was too much footage of a boat, huh? 
The documentary no, about the people ball just was too. It was it was too sea based for you. It it just didn't do anything for me. It was passengers and employees taking footage and like say day five, day twenty, and like well we're still stuck in our cabin. Great. It did have what I thought were two fantastic. Well, one fantastic moment, and then one that just always annoys me that I think is funny. The fantastic moment and the the passenger that filmed it pointed the joke out in case you didn't get it. They are quarantined on this ship because coronavirus is just hitting. They can't leave their cabin, so they're getting meals delivered. The meals suck. It's like a hamburger hamburger bun with lettuce and an onion on it, and that's it. No burger, no peanut butter sandwich. Just the worst food possible. And they pull up their television, and uh, they have movie choices they can watch in their cabin. And one of them was Groundhog Day with Bill Murray. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> and they're like, someone on the ship has a sense of humor. I mean, here we are trapped in our cabin every fucking day, and they're saying, watch this movie. That was pretty clever. You have to give it up to the entertainment director on that It ship, is true, right? and, it, and it shows you what a, what a whiny bitch uh, Bill Murray was in that fucking movie when he got all emo about the whole situation, because it's like, these people are living every single day over and over again, stuck in some in some sea quarters, living like a goddamn scurvy pirate from the year 17-nothing. And uh, Bill Murray gets to live every day over and over again as a famous, successful news anchor with a bunch of money. And uh, you, you know what I mean? Lots of... Lot, and walk around the world. Yeah. He could go he gets, anywhere yeah, for Yeah, he gets to leave... He gets to sleep with 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 Pennsylvania prostitutes. Whatever he was doing in that movie, he gets to get fucked up. Gets to have a good time. Yeah, he could. I thought it'd be cool, man. The other thing you I like, you get to doc- spend your whole savings in one day. That's pretty badass. You get to do that over and over. <laughs> the other thing I liked in the doc, and this is just me because I'm an asshole. I'm a complete asshole, and this is actually an old joke of mine. I said passengers filmed themselves, and the very beginning, and I don't remember their names. But, you know, it was a guy filming like, okay, here we are on our cruise. I'm Bob, and this is my beautiful wife, Janet. And my first thought as I'm doing is like, beautiful, that's what you're going with? You know you're filming her for the entire world to see, right? I'm looking right at her. She, and it's just because just cause yeah. I'm a dick, I'm being judgmental. But, you know, beauty's in the eye beholder, and uh, he found her beautiful, but not many other people would. When I was in the Army, we had a deter- uh, a. a- a term known as deployment hot. Now, I yes. think the same laws apply at sea. That's that's what I think is going on there. Uh, deployment hot. What I was told whenever I visited was there was a 210-2, which is the woman was a 2 in the United States, but when she got to Iraq or Afghanistan, she was a 10 because slim pickings, but then when she got back to the States, she was a 2. Right. Well, that, I mean, that's the algorithm, but that's, I mean, yeah, really, two, ten, two. The, uh, I, 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 I would say the scientific process that they are describing is deployment hot. Yes, and, and I believe yeah. that applies in maritime situations as well, especially quarantine maritime. Do- for any for any uh, women listening, I will uh, say this: I did get a nice big laugh from the female soldiers by reversing that uh, on stage when when I was told that men judged women as a two ten two. I said, uh, guys, the women are doing it to you as well. Only it's with your penis size. You're you're a two in the states over here. You're a ten. You got a nice big swing and cock. That always got a big uh, laugh because. Because I turned the sexism around on the guys, and the women appreciated that. He really does pander, doesn't he, ladies? He is available for I bachelorette do. parties. He is available for brighter I am showers. a pandering motherfucker. All right, next on our list, um, little Nas is in the news. He put out some sneakers, and I have 
So many thoughts. How is Little Nas uh, not got sued for copyright by uh, Big Nas? You know what I mean? That's, well, it's from just it's happened clan. now. He is being sued by Nike. He is being. But he's sued. never been sued by Nas from the Wu Tang Clan. Oh, <laughs> well, because he's little. He's 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 the mini version. I mean, if I'm Big Nas, I want some royalty checks, especially now that he's got sneaker money coming in. Little Nas has to kick up some shoe money to Big Nas. That's a good he point. Not well, he does have shoe money court. because that's all I'm saying. Fair enough. I the so the, my three questions are: Did he think Nike would not give a shit? Uh, that's one question. Uh, the second is: Who spends a thousand dollars on a pair of shoes? We, the economy must be doing fine. But most importantly, why are people still outraged by Satan and satanic imagery? And why do other people still think that Satan and satanic imagery is ooh frightening? Or maybe he just did it as a joke, because I guess it goes with a video of his. But why do people bite? Why do they take the bait and go, oh, my God, he's talking about Satan, the children, the children. It's just fucking a character. Who cares? Lap dance with the devil. Yeah. That's what he did. Exactly. It's been done. I'm not faulting him for doing it because he apparently knows what buttons to push because he's 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 sold out. Why do why do, but why do people get their panties? Yeah, in a bunch? I mean, they I see get Satan it, and they go nuts. I get it a little bit with him, a little bit with him. Just be, and at first I was like, yeah, yeah, people get upset about nothing, and, and I mostly feel that way. I I about ninety five percent feel that way. I get how it's a little bit different with him because of how big that stupid. I'm going to take myself to the old yeah. Oh, with really young kids. Yeah, my young kids the love that song. The most annoying fucking song. And I remember last year how I used to have to put up with a bunch of fucking woke assholes, especially on the music channel I work on. It's so great. It's a, it's the greatest country song all year. Anybody who doesn't think it's a great country song is a fucking bigoted asshole. A, not a country song. B, annoying as shit. I'm sorry. It's It's funny. It's funny that it's getting, but then again, see, to, to contradict that, it, it was apparently getting played on country stations a lot and people were calling up and requesting it. So as fucking as annoying as I think it is, it's, if it's, if it's a fucking huge hit in the country genre on the country platforms, then it's a country hit. I don't give a fuck what it is. But, um, well, and it goes to what I said a second ago, beauty's in the eye of the beholder. If people are listening to it and they like it more power to them. I'm just not going to listen if, to it, if and that's my choice. Who cares? Dumb country loving rednecks love this shitty, shitty rap song about a video game. I I don't know what to tell you. It's it's the country song of the year. I don't. It's not. It's not my personal pick, but whatever. But it it was a big hit with like kids. So they're saying it's like, well, he's he's technically a child star, and and uh, you you know it's 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 not like this was five years later. He was a teenager when it happened. And then, and then he grew up and now he's, now he's, now he's doing the wrecking ball thing. You know, it's, I gave yeah, Satan yeah, yeah. a lap dance, you know, like it's, it's, it was, it was kind of quick, but it's like, he said, look, I never, I never marketed myself as a child star. It's just, you, you know, it fucking went viral and your kids started listening to it. That was, that was you. I, I never, I never said I was for kids. That was you guys. That said All right. That. Well, as a parent of two young kids, ages six and eight. I got to say, I, I, I guess I get it, but I also don't care because if they listened to it and they came at me with what's Satan, I would just say Satan's a fictional character that some people are afraid of, and then we would have a little talk about it. Right. I think that's the—they they get angry because 
they instill all this fear in their kids with all their religious bullshit, and then that makes it a scary character. Whereas I would just approach yeah. it from, oh yeah, uh, Satan, don't worry about it. It's just like uh, Donald Duck uh, with horns. You know, right. like oh, it, uh, whenever whenever uh, Donald Duck has a nightmare, you know, they, they, there is an evil Donald Duck in his dreams. That yeah, it it's no big deal. Don't worry about it. It's just a song. Because that that would be my approach to it. See, instead of getting I outraged, think I think it's a little more damaging to the kids, the parents who are getting outraged because when they. Hey, this guy that Little Nas X is giving a lap dance to, this red fella looks a little sunburned uh, and and, uh, and 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 roided up. What's his deal? And they're like, that's Satan. That's who God sends you to if you're uh, if you're queer or a woman who gets an abortion. You know, it's like that's doing more damage to the kid. I feel that definition. I I would absolutely agree. Absolutely. But all right, next said, on our news wait, watch, dude. What about the Go blood ahead. in the shoes? Have we confirmed whether that's real or not? Okay, that is apparently real, but again, Whose it's Whose blood is done. in the shoe? Kiss did that in 1978 or 1979. They put drops of blood. They each did a vial of blood into the Kiss comic book. It's been is, done. Wait, is it their blood or is it somebody else's blood? I just got to know whose blood is. If it's your own blood, I don't give a shit. If you're, if you're getting a hold of Nike and you're like, hey, listen, the kids that we're paying 17 cents a day, can we pay them a couple extra cents and, uh, and cut them a bit? <laughs> cut them while they're making the shoes. If that's what's okay. going on. If that's what's going that on. That would be bad. That's I, And that's what I'm... How are the Q people not on this? How are they? Dude, all these QAnon people, all they're sitting there going, no, I'm telling you, the pizza restaurant, it's 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 lizard pedophiles who's running the pizza place. They're into satism and drinking blood. And then here's this guy just coming out. I like Satan and drinking blood. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Satan and drinking blood. And he's just writing songs and doing videos about it. And they're like, Nah, going back to Pelosi. Like, wait a minute, dude. What? But he's trying to. You're. You've got to be the one people he's trying to get on his case, and you're. You're not there. It's right in front of you. He's looking for that attention. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't even think of that. I did not even think it, of that. It's not even. Well, here's why I think Little Nas X might be into Satan and might be into drinking blood. You don't even. He's doing it right on the surface. How are you not? How are you not going for this? Here is clue number one. I'm going to play a YouTube video of his. Now, as you can see, pause, pause. As you can see, the guy right behind him that he's giving a lap dance to is Satan. Satan, look, look, look. Red with horns, it's Satan. He gets out his uh, John Madden uh, football yeah. tracker, circling. Here just, are the horns. Just circles the Here whole screen. Here is his butt on <laughs> Satan's lap. That is a lap dance. Yeah, he's just circling the entire screen like John Madden. <laughs> <laughs> the whole video. Satan. The whole he's screen. Saying, look, it's Satan. It's the fastest A to B uh, uh, linear uh, investigation yeah. ever. If, just, if you comb through this advertisement for his shoes... It says a drop of human blood in each shoe. Now, what I think he means by that is there is actual human blood in the shoe. Like, how are they not? How are they not on this? Well, again, they're they're too busy with Pelosi and Tom Hanks and Barack Obama. You already answered your own question. I mean, at least a, you can bring them into the. Because I'm not saying don't keep being wacky about it. Like you get, hey, how about I think little Nas X is little Pelosi in a fucking mask. That's what I. Th you know what I mean? Like I, I just just tie it into the rest of your garbage. But I make it fit. How your is narrative. this not there? How did how is this getting by you? You're going. All these people are secret Satanists. Who drink blood, and here's this guy going, I'm a Satanist who 
drinks blood and I love the taste of human blood in my mouth. And he's just, he's singing all about it. Like, what do you, how's it not okay, come up? I hate, I, I've got an idea in my head and, and I hate to, uh, I hate to bring him up, but Trump, Trump always said everything he was thinking and everything he was going to do. Trump said, we can't do mail-in voting because Republicans won't get elected. Trump said, like, he would just say everything and they loved him for it. Maybe they love Little Nas because he's so open about it. It's like, it's a misdirect. Oh, he's being so open about Satanism because he's trying to draw others out so that once, so he's the leader. He is saying, I drink blood and I love Satan and I give him lap dances so that when anybody goes, me too, I love Satan, then they jump on them. So little Nas is just sort of like uh, uh, St. Patrick, getting he's, he's playing his flute, and the snakes that follow him, they will be the ones that will be uh, revealed. You think this is all a political move on, on his part? You think this is part of the little Nas X campaign, like he's going to start doing this, and then, you know, another... Another year is going to go by and he's going to be like, you know who I don't like giving lap dances to, though, y'all? Uh, illegal immigrants. We need to build that wall. And then it's going to be Trump uh, X as as that's going to be the next ticket. And evangelicals are just going to kind of ignore. He's going to be he's going to be the the official uh, blood drinking Satanist of the right wing evangelical party. I mean, Trump did get support from was it Little Wayne? I mean, it's it's. Oh, I forgot the about that. Precedent has been set. You think he's yeah. secretly? You think he's secretly collecting lils to 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 run with him as his cabinet? <laughs> he's just going to have a whole cabinet of lils. Little John, little that Wayne. That could be it. Little Nas. I gotta check the door. How can you hear my kids? They're playing Nintendo and screaming at the top so. of their lungs, and it sounds like the door. I've is I've got it turned down kind of low though, so I'm not getting my. Feet. I'm gonna take a two second. Nope. Door is All right. closed. Well, I don't know how much background noise well, you're going to get in this one, but they are having fun Nintendo. They're, 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 they're becoming Satanists now. Drinking blood. That's probably it. Well, speaking of QAnon, I wasn't going to. I was going to bring this one up last. Uh, but speaking of QAnon and ignoring, uh, I just you got to love what's going on with Matt Gates. I mean, yeah. I love it when bad things happen to bad people, and. All QAnon does is scream about pedophiles and sex trafficking and pedophiles. And here Matt Gates, under the Trump administration, started getting investigated. So this is not a Democratic plot. This is the, the, the under Bill Barr started investigating Matt Gates for bringing 17 year old girls or at least a 17 year old girl traveling around with her across state lines and boning her while he was in his 30s. Uh, so there again full-fledged pedophile and they're completely ignoring yeah. it they are they are they are blinders on just looking the other way Whoop, ba, doo, you got you nope, got matt gates here. actually getting caught being a pedophile you got lil nas x actually singing about drinking blood and giving lap dances to satan and stuff and they're like no 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 i don't want to go after the satanists and the pedophiles that we know about now they're 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 fine they're fine yes i want to I, I, I want to play Where's Waldo with, with, with Satanists and guys that, that fuck kids. <laughs> well, here, I, had a fr- I have a friend who pointed something out that I can't believe is bigger news because I have not seen any news article point this out. My friend pointed it out. Matt Gates from from point from step number one, he has started screaming, there is an extortion plot against me from the FBI. They are trying to extort me. And my friend pointed out, well... Say that's true. Say they are running an extortion blackmail ring on you, a blackmail scam. Uh, what, not scam, but 
That means they have evidence. That means they have all this shit about you. And instead of giving it to the press, they came to you and are trying to blackmail you. But that still means they have the evidence that you're boning a 17-year-old and took her across state lines. Yeah. You do get that. Instead of just saying it's a lie, he should have just said, they're lying, it's wrong, I never did that. But no, he said extortion, which means, yeah, they. if it is, that means they approached you and said, we have this evidence. And now he's trying to say, no, no, I will not pay blackmail fees to, you know, I think it's going to get interesting. This evil bastard caught me fingering a sophomore in high school, and he was a real jerk about it. Yes. All right, our last story, and this is, again, no one's talking about this the way I thought of it. My first thought the other day was what I'm about to tell you. Deshaun Watson has 21 people, 21 massage therapists, accusing him of inappropriate behavior. Uh, you know, trying to get him to trying to get them to touch his penis. One said she got ejaculate on her that he's he, he that he'd be erect during a massage, and he would ask for like completion. Twenty one accusers. Then a couple days ago, Deshaun's lawyer came out with a statement and showed eighteen massage therapists have come out in defense of him, saying we gave him a massage and he was perfectly fine. Oh snap! Here's my problem. Yeah. How many fucking massage therapists does one guy need in his early 20s? I am double his age. I have not had that many different massage therapists in my life, and I've moved around a bit. Generally, you find a massage therapist, you like him, you stick with him when you're in that time. Like, what is his fetish? I'm not saying he's guilty, but when you have that many massage therapists in your, you know, uh, your closet, something's going on. Why? Who burns through massage therapists like that? That, that's an absurd number. Well, for one thing, I think it's if 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 what the twenty one massage therapists are saying is true, and he's been he's been you know sexually harassing or, or whatever all these massage therapists, that sounds exhausting. I think he's just worn out, and he needs eighteen other massage therapists once he's done to just kind of give him a quick rub down because he's exhausted from trying to have sex with the twenty one other massage therapists. I think he wore himself out on the first massage. Needs a second massage to calm down. And they're like, yeah, he wasn't sexual at all. It's like, yeah, it's because he just came with another, you know, massage therapist. But there's what? 21 accusing him, 18 saying that, no, he didn't do it. Battle of the massage therapists. Yeah, trial by combat. We arm all the massage therapists, and they do battle in the courtroom, like in Game of Thrones. Oh, you you finished it off with the courtroom like Game of Thrones. I originally, my brain went to Battle of the Network Stars. I thought we were going to give him like uh, Wipeout or whatever the other game, give him big uh, padded uh, Q-tip things and they get on a balance beam and they just, you know, socket each other until one falls off. Yeah, I don't think we should actually have them hack each other apart with swords. We're not animals. You know, that's too medieval. I think American... I didn't say swords. I said No, 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 no. That's that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. We go American gladiator style. We do trial by combat. That's what it was. I said wipeout. American gladiators. That's... But yeah, we do it. Look at you. Is that the theme? Do you remember the goddamn theme? It's the theme to American it's going to be the theme to the uh, massage therapist trial. And it's it's going to be amazing. It's going to be the most highly rated uh, pay-per-view event of, of the quarantine, of the lockdown. It's it's going to be great. I think it will be, too. I look forward to watching it. All right. Uh, that's all we got this week. Jake, you got anything to plug? Uh, 
Nah, just just uh, just the Love Gurus, man. That's live every uh, Thursday night now, nine o'clock on uh, YouTube. We're also getting it on some other platforms, so go check that out. You, you can find us on the YouTube page, Love Gurus Podcast at Yahoo.com. Talk to there us you live. Go. I uh, have a show Saturday somewhere in the small town, Wisconsin. So uh, chances are anybody listening is not in that small town in Wisconsin. So even though I don't remember where it is, I'll find out before I go. I'll just plug uh, jakevever.com, nathantimmel.com. And my new book is still get, it's getting good reviews. It's only been out one week, uh, seven five-star reviews. So that's one a day. Um, it's called We Are 100. Just go to Amazon and look up Nathan Timmel. And it should pop up my Amazon author page, but uh, We Are 100 is the newest book, and uh, people are liking it. Nice. All right, Jake, happy Easter. Good talking to you, my friend. Later. Later.